welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Brian Patrick on the line, and he's CEO and founder over at Greenlight Startup Services. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Adam. I'm really looking forward to this uh, speaking to you and your listeners. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Greenlight Startup Services and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career in business? Uh, I have to tell you, Adam, it's a fantastic question. Um, I did not start out as a computer science major in school uh, like many people would expect. I started as a liberal arts creative writing major in nonfiction uh, at Columbia University. So I took a very nontraditional approach. That's how we described it. Uh, I always had an interest in IT specifically, and what happened is I found this weird synergy uh, that I had where I cared a lot about writing, uh, in, in particular nonfiction things, memoirs, uh, and as well as some technical writing and more instruct, instructive type work writing. So that's the creative part. But I also found I had a lot of uh, technical interest. I've always been interested in computers. My father was in the field going back into the 1970s. And I've always worked with small companies, startups, very early stage. And I've always, always been very passionate about that. So I found that what I could do is I could combine my love of writing, my love of creating stories, my, my love of creating narratives, and being able to come, up, come at it from the business side, understanding each client, understanding each business, and being able to become part of a startup which is really like being an author to your own story. And that's my own little way that I was able to kind of make that transition. And it's not a common transition, I think, for, for a lot of people. Man, that's awesome. That's a great story. Um, and let's um, – I think that's also a good transition, uh, speaking of that. Um, let's get into what you're doing over at Greenlight Startup Services. So first, uh, tell us a little bit more about the company and the vision. I mean, one of the things we do as far as uh, we, I mean, the main thing is we are a training platform. And with, at Greenlight, what I, what, the reason why I started this company was so that I could enable other entrepreneurs to do the most important thing to start, which is to raise capital coming from angel funding uh, and then eventually to VC funding. I've seen it firsthand working for smaller companies as I got along. And when I established Greenlight with my co-founders, the main thing we had to find is how can we create the easiest path because we call ourselves a startup path to success. And that means that we have to give you three basic things, which is, one, a way to assess your competency as a leader, what things you know, what things you need work on. Uh, how do you improve the capability to be a good leader, to be a good manager and team member? And then and the, the last part, to simulate, that's the thing that differentiates what I'm doing, is simulating successful outcomes with computer simulations and role play and, and, now, and now what we're going to be implementing is a new kind of AI adaptive training module online to train people in specific scenarios. So that's where it gets very unique. Each client that, that, uh, that we work with, we work with clients like Project Owl, who just recently won uh, the IBM's Call to Code Challenge. Uh, one of the co-founders, Brian Mouse, was one of my, was one of my mentees. So we are very proud of them. Uh, they got a $200,000 check from IBM. That is no, that's no small feat. We're very proud of them. They've been going back and forth to, uh, to uh, Puerto Rico, where they've been experimenting with new ways of creating mobile Wi-Fi for disaster recovery and business continuity. This is, a, this is groundbreaking stuff. And they went through our assess, improve, 
and simulate kind of uh, you know you know kind of a method. So we're very proud of everything that they've been doing. But we have cohorts. You know, that's just Project Owl, and Ryan now is just one example of the kind of cohort we create. We score them. We have leaderboard ranking for each person in the for each company in the cohort, right down to the to each person within the company who joined. And then we can do rankings, and then we actually use that for review by certain prospective uh, investors, angel investors, and some venture capital uh, portfolio managers who are very interested in our method. Uh, they look at us sometimes. One person referred to us as the five score for startups, and I like that a lot. So I wanted to pass that on because that's that's a that's a that's a unique distinction. Man, that's amazing. I love what you're doing. Um, what what do you find are, and I know this is going to vary, right, from co-founder to co-founder and also from uh, business to business and their experience, but what do you find are some of the common themes of, like, errors where people go wrong when they're starting a business and they're trying to raise capital? Oh, yeah. This is an easy one because uh, you see it all the time. Number one thing I see happening, um, they say, I think roughly, that roughly, I think FBA says something like 66 percent of all small businesses fail within the first six years, and that and it's, and it's different between different industries, but it's that tends to that aggregates roughly around to that three quarters, close to three quarters of everyone, failure to identify success criteria in part of their startup life cycle. They, every every person who's listening to this listening to this has to remember you are part of a life cycle of your company. You may be early stage where you're not even ready for venture capital, you may already be on your Series A or Series B, you may be pre, uh, pre-exit uh, or, or entering even into you know, pre-IPO. Perhaps you're already, you've already exited, but you're still part of a life cycle. They either forget one, they forget two, or they're not able to determine how their product solves a problem, meaning solution mm. fit. Two, they don't know exactly how, they have a solution that works, they're not sure how the market fits with that particular solution in that particular industry or for the demographic they're targeting. Or three, and this may be the number one problem of all those fits, scalable model. No investor, no venture capital, certainly no private equity company going IPO will approach you seriously unless your model is scalable to a level that other people want to join in. And that's one of the key things that I've seen. So they've got to get that solution fit, market fit, and a, and a scalable model that other investors can tie into and bring other limited partners into. So let's go a little bit further into the uh, the training platform and what you're doing. So um, for there's some people listening right now that they're like, okay, you have the experience, you obviously know what you're talking about, um, and they're and they're thinking, is this the right type of model? Is this the right type of thing for me to follow up on? Um, so give us a little bit more meat there. Oh sure. I mean, and just to give an idea, like some of the kind of people we work with include uh, minority and women-owned businesses. That's so MW. VEs, those are those are big. Technically, iron. So if that, you know, so I tie into that. It doesn't matter whether the business is B. Uh, it could be business to consumer, B to C, or business to business, B to B. It doesn't. We take them all in. We typically do focus on early stage tech startups, but we also have some clients that are outside of tech as well. We have people involved in everything from physical training uh, to to a wide variety of other uh, areas. Because again, it it goes back to the model. What we're looking mm-hmm. for is people who know what they want to do, just need that extra help. And I think the big part of it is the simulation part. So what we do is most, so Crucible, which is our big push, that product focuses on, we call Crucible scenario training. That combines with what we call smart start scoring. So if, if you're at a point, if you're a business owner and you're not sure where your weakest points are and not sure how to score yourself, 
think of yourself as a, a lender or as a borrower who wants to meet mm-hmm. with a lender. How would you know if you would be eligible for a particular loan if you don't know how to score yourself, your payment history? You know, uh, you would need a FICO score or something like it. So what our mm-hmm. Smart Start serves to do, and we have six different indices which are able to measure you. We do the assessment. We, you know, we sit down with each person, and then we run it just like, just like Fair Isaac does with their FICO score, like the three agencies. Only mm-hmm. here, instead of credit worthiness, we're looking at investment worthiness. And this is how you can prepare yourself better. So if you're in that stage where you're looking for funding and maybe you're not successful, again, Crucible Scenario Training takes that scoring, that assessment and score, but it also combines something that doesn't exist in the industry, which is we have an actual scenario, a role play that we run you through, typically 30 minutes. We score you based upon that. And now you have a much clearer picture of where your strengths and weaknesses are based upon our co-founders as proctors. Looking at it, we were, you know, we're on the line with you. We're able to give you that kind of instruction. So if you're at that stage where you need additional help, pre-pitch or post-pitch, how do I, all right, I just got the check. Now I'm coming on board with a, a new investor. How do I improve to ensure that I get follow-on funding? We're still the company you want to go through. We can run different scenarios, customized scenarios of what situations you'll find yourself in, and then you can strengthen those weaker, you know, the weaker areas and build up on that. Man, that's awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, I love the model. I love how it's meant to help. And it's almost like you have your own private shark tank there, but you're not just getting somebody's opinion. You're also <laughs> getting the follow-up. You're, you're also getting the follow-up um, help. You're also getting a, a logical score. Um, so actual rating system, not just, um, you know, no, we don't like it because of X, Y, Z, right? Um, that doesn't help me, <laughs> especially if I have revenue and if I'm a little bit further along in this idea, then you just don't like it. <laughs> Exactly right. We all need that. We need we need objective. We're all subjective about our businesses, Adam. Mm-hmm. But we have to be objective at the same time. There's a blend. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's where that outside um, that outside um, viewpoint, advantage, and rating system, all that. I mean, it's just it works. It's analytical. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so, Brian. That being said, if somebody is listening to this um, and they're thinking about, okay, I, I you know they have a company and they're thinking about um, green light. Um, services, startup services, um, what's the best way for them to reach out, learn more information, and see if this is a good fit for them? Oh, sure. Well, uh, at the risk of being somewhat, uh, you know, self-promotional, one quick way they want to kind of get a sense of where I'm, where, you know, what I've done and things like that and our company's done, they can see me. I, I do publish on Forbes. Uh, my artic- I have an article called The Six Powers for Startup Success, uh, and, that, and, and there's a few other articles I publish on Forbes. So I'm I'm pretty active there, and I publish in, in some other portions of of the of the, the online. But they can reach uh, they can reach us by on Twitter on at Greenlight Start. They can also reach me, uh, reach me on Twitter at uh, at br patrick one, and also our web uh, obviously our website which is uh, www.greenlightstartup.com. Man, that's awesome. Well, hey, Brian, um, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work that you're doing over at Greenlight Startup Services to help the startup community and uh, and clients. Um, And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, uh, share this with your friends, your family, your coworkers. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Brian, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.